Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show. We're now in Square Gators with Dan Hibbard, the voice of RSN, and now the voice of racing.com as well. He's got the Melbourne Cup heats tonight, the Boltries heats ahead of the Melbourne Cup for Greyhounds next week. Dan, you must be excited. Yeah, this is uh, the best night of the year um, by a long, long way. So uh, really looking forward to it. Um, we've got uh, four heats of the Boltries, the staying trip, and then probably the best eight races of the year in the uh, the eight heats of the Melbourne Cup. Um, I think last year, last year we just sort of come out of um, out of COVID. There wasn't a great deal of dogs from sort of interstate. It was more Victorian dogs sort of only. Mind you, the, the quality of the dogs that were in the series was still strong. But tonight's just uh, you've got dogs from all points of the compass, and it's yeah, it's next level, and it's going to be. The coverage was awesome last week, and it's going to be uh, even better tonight. So really looking forward and to it. And I must race. say you were fantastic last week, not only calling, but the interviews that you uh, had to have on racing.com as well. Uh, you did a fantastic job, Dan. You to be congratulated. Yeah, thank you. It was uh, it was a lot of fun uh, just to get the, uh, the the suit on, and uh, well, not quite the suit, but uh, the good attire on, and yeah, it was nice to uh, to be part of the coverage, and um, yeah, hopefully uh, do it again tonight, and uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be crazy because the the racing is just going to be so so good, and it's across both codes. We've got Breeders' Crown Finals tonight at mm-hmm. uh, at uh, Melton, and uh, I'll have one eye on that because we've got I've got one in the final there as well in a Group One, so. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty full on next sort of 12 or 14 hours. Well, what about the gallops? The Seekers might have said the carnival's over, but it just continues nah. on in the racing world. We've got the Ballarat Cup yep. Day, standalone meeting, Tatura Cup Day locally. We've got the Gong up at Kembla Grange. That's a million-dollar race. And, of course, Western Australia start to shine with the railway today as well. It's just massive racing at the moment. It's the best time of the year. I mean, it's uh, it's a bit of a dead area in terms of sport. I mean, you've got your you've got a bit of cricket that's on at the moment. Obviously, we had the, the one day during the week. But, I mean, aside from that, there's no footy. Um, and it's, uh, you know, the... Um, obviously there's a local sport and everything on but um, this is the opportunity where racing gets a bit more of a uh, a, a headline act and you're not going to see much better than what you've got across the next uh, couple of days over this weekend in particular and just on the real quickly just on the cricket I gave him a bit of a whack when I was talking to Dave Taylor this morning just no free air coverage it's just amazing that the national side can have no free air co- coverage thank God for the ABC who covered it into Shepparton. Uh, could listen to it on the radio, but yeah, that's a debate for another day. It is. Con- it's concerning, and uh, you know, you see that there's only like there was about ten or fifteen thousand there at the Adelaide Oval, and half the stadium was uh, was empty. And you've got Australia playing England. You've just got to wonder. Uh, there's obviously a lot of issues at play, you know, for people to go, but programming it on a Tuesday, middle of uh, school and everything like that, it seemed a little bit weird. 
Yeah, and you just wouldn't even known it was on unless yeah, you were true. right into your cricket yeah, as well. Exactly. That's not true like too. back in the day with the triangular series yeah, yeah. You just and everything knew. like. But yeah, but that's a debate for another day. It is uh, a racing show, Dan. So what do you got for us the week that was locally in harness racing? Hey, before you do that, not forgetting we're only. <laughs> Uh, Tuesday week yep. and the Inner Dominion rolls in the town. That is incredible how yeah. quickly that's come that's around. It's crazy. And obviously we've got uh, you know three heats for the uh, for the paces. Uh, sorry, three three rounds of heats for the paces. But we've also got now three rounds of heats for the trotters. So they've introduced another round. So I'm uh, I might uh, during the break I'll have a quick look on the calendar to see that uh, that's been added, but I'm pretty sure there'll be trotting heats of the Inner Dominion at Shepparton on Tuesday as well. So um, I don't think that, that was initially on the program, but I suspect that that's probably what's going to happen now with uh, three rounds of heats for the trotters in the Inner Dominion. Unbelievable how quickly that's lobbed around. It's going to be a massive night. I think there's people coming from everywhere around the Golden Valley to go to the trots on uh, Tuesday night, which is which is awesome. And uh, hopefully I'll get out there myself and enjoy the enjoy the good racing, that's for sure. Uh, we'll go back to the week that was, and we'll go back to earlier in the week uh, at uh, the meeting at we'll just have a look Cranbourne last Sunday. Uh, not often that uh, David Aiken goes down to Cranbourne, uh, but when he does, it usually to have a winner. And Pesco Polo broke through for its first career victory, and uh, was able to score a, a good victory in two eight point nine. Not a quick mile rate by any stretch of the imagination, but was able to score. Uh, Pesco Polo's by Love You, who's taking all before and out of the very good race mare in Cold Sister. It's had seven starts and was able to get the win. It's first win on the board and had a couple of placings to its name prior to that, so well done to Connections there. We then headed to Charlton on uh, Tuesday and uh, Hide and Seek was a strong winner for David, Jack and Cameron Mags. It was a $2.80 favourite, was able to lead all the way. 2.3.1 was the mile rate there. Good effort to, to win that race, the two-year-old maiden trot. They've had a pretty good uh, season, David and, and Cameron in particular. Both have got a couple of uh, handy two-year-old trotters that have um, been able to win races, so not surprising to see them get another one there. Madame Mario for Mark Lee was an absolute bolter and uh, won it at $81 on the fixed odds. I'm pretty sure it started uh, a lot longer on the tote. It was 159.2, the mile rate there, but... A blowout result there for punters at Charlton on Tuesday. The next meeting was at Geelong and Craig and Abby Turnbull took uh, Janali down. It was able to fire out and lead. They went 158.9 and uh, got the victory there in the up to 51 uh, class. It's only won three races from 35, but it's run 17 minor placings. It's always there or thereabouts, but just struggles to to win. Uh, But it was able to... Uh, show its customary gate speed and get the job done there at Geelong. Its last win was back in March uh, at Shepparton. And in between, it had run a number of placings and sort of uh, a lot of uh, fifths and sixths and hadn't been all that far away. So really consistent type. Probably deserves to have a few more wins on the board than it's got. But uh, they got the job done there at Geelong during the week. Just having a quick look to see if there was anything else on that meeting. I don't think there was and there wasn't. So the next meeting was uh, a Chuka on Thursday night. It was a good 10-race card there on the river. And Amber Alert, this was... I probably didn't get the uh, the recognition that it probably deserved uh, in, in a way, but Amber Alert won for John uh, John Newbury and John and Marie Newbury. Now, 
It was able to lead. They paid eleven dollars one fifty nine point nine. They've been uh, severely impacted uh, at Bunbatha there with the the floods. Like they uh, they had feet of water through the place, and for them to get a winner uh, after all of that was uh, really good to see. I mean, I don't don't know how much work the horses would have missed as a result of all of the the flooding and where they'd been shifted to. I'm not sure of the the backstory there but I just know that the property was uh, was severely impacted and it's really good to see them get a winner um, as, at the back end of all of that so well done to the team good effort there by Amber Alert she's a five-year-old mare by Mr Feelgood uh, and got the job done beautifully in the first race here at Echuca Roryville won the second race for David Moran John Caldo took the drive it was a very short price favourite $1.20 led and was too good 158.8 was the mile rate there Pretty Little Angus was a very dominant winner for Brent Thompson. Nathan Jack took the drive at lead, won by 22 metres, 22.2 the mile rate, just gave nothing else a chance in the in that race. Covered Kylie, who was formerly trained by Neville Pangrazio, was a winner for Ben Yol and Rob Walters. Lead pulled a bit hard in the run, but was too strong. 159.2 was the mile rate. Our mystery bet was a, a dogged winner of the next race for Juanita Breen, Sat Park, just did a, wanted to hang in a little bit in the straight, but seemed to have been headed, but was able to fight back and score a narrow victory. But it was a good, tough win in 158.7. The upset result of the night was the local Susan Hunter and Rodney Lakey combining with Mac Almighty. The eight-year-old was able to strive through on the sprint lane and get up in a very narrow victory. Uh, blew most plunters out of the quaddy. It was, uh, but it wasn't that hard to actually have. I went back and had a look at its form and. It actually ran a couple of nice uh, races prior to that effort. So uh, if you'd uh, followed a, a, the, some of the form line, it wasn't completely uh, completely hopeless there. It was able to score a, an upset victory on uh, Wednesday night. Seaside Sister was the next winner for Marie and John Caldo. was buried on the pegs but was able to get into the clear. Probably uh, John Caldo got a bit of a suspension after that race. He... Uh, may have taken the uh, the running of one of the uh, the combatants, but it was able to get into the clear at exactly the right time and was dominant over the line, 159.8. Waradere was a strong winner for James McPherson. It was able to score in 159.5. Ferocious Sun for John and Ellen Tormey won the next. It was a, a good performance to score in 159.7. It was the favourite in the run. Susan Hunter and Rodney Lakey made it a double when Lethal Lover was able to win the last race, led all the way, pulled a bit hard in the run but was still too strong, dictated terms out in front, they went 2 minutes point one, and it got another win on the the board, the, mare, the uh, 5 year old mare by Petstock the, the next horse was Country Rockstar and this was at Albury yesterday, Country Rockstar for Brent Thompson, Lee Sutton took the drive been a really promising, uh, promising two-year-old filly. She was in the uh, out racing out of class. She was in against the up to forty-seven Raiders, so the older horses. But uh, she was able to lead, and uh, despite uh, wanting to knock off a little bit early, was able to get home narrowly, one fifty-nine point seven, and uh, just making use of the uh, the uh, the good prize money at Albury and the uh, the fact that she was in uh, on a low rating and uh, was able to cash in there with a good win. The other winner on that card, from a local perspective, was Pars Guarantee, won the last for Mark Thompson. James Locke took the drive, led all the way, 2-2.3, and uh, was able to score a narrow victory. It was one that was uh, knocking off on the line, but was able to get home and score. And uh, just going back to last night's uh, meeting, uh, Ryan Duffy, uh, the uh, local fella, 
who'd been out of the sport for a little while on suspension, but has come back and he made a, a, a big uh, uh, a big splash last night. He won two races on the uh, Breeders' Crown uh, card at uh, Melton last night. These were the uh, uh, the other the, for the the older horses, I guess you could say. Uh, last night, he was able to score on uh, Sundon's Courage, who we've seen uh, race very consistently up this part of the world in a couple of the Cup races. He's always there or thereabouts. This guy's a nine-year-old horse, and I think he's actually served some mares as well. So he's been uh, mixing stud duties and racing. Uh, powered away, uh, there was a little bit of a scrimmage on the home turn, and he got clear of all of that. Raced away for a ten-meter victory and scored and paid nine dollars fifty. Ryan made it a double later in the night when he drove Rosarito missed to score. This one was well supported uh, on fixed odds late in. It was about nine dollars into about five. Been racing super well. Uh, and got another victory there, one of 56.5. So a double for Ryan Duffy at Melton last night. And it all leads to the finals of the Breeders' Crown uh, tonight. There's uh, a heap of Group 1s on the card for the two- and three-year-olds, uh, trotting and pacing, and then some four-year-old races as well. We get to see uh, Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly have another clash together, but uh, some ripping racing and uh, certainly... Uh, it will be dominated by Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin. I don't think there's any arguments there. They're going to have a, uh, a big night that stable because they've got all the big players in all the big races. And we'll come back and have a big look at that meeting, Dan, after this. Tying the knot, you must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. The Shepherd and Golf Club offers a unique first-class experience that will help create lifelong lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals will take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit shepherdandgolf.net.au or call us on 58212717. 1FM sponsor. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Shepparton Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepartonscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM sponsor super saturday sport with mark owens welcome back to the super saturday sport charlie in square gators with the voice of rsn and racing.com dan hibbard of course he'll be calling the melbourne cup heats for the greyhounds tonight ahead of the melbourne cup next week and the bold trees for the stayers as well but dan we've got a big meeting at melton this evening 
Uh, where would you like to direct us for the multi? Yeah, so we're going to go early. Uh, try and get the uh, try and get the cash early. As I said prior to the break, there's plenty of uh, Emma Stewart runners that are going to dominate the the play. But uh, I've gone in the first uh, first race. Race one is the three year old trotting Phillies final. Um, I've gone with number two Revel Stoke for Anton Galino and Nathan Jack. Been well supported on fixed odds. Uh, the stablemate's drawn the inside of it, but I get the feeling that Revel Stokes got the better gate speed, and if it finds the front, I just think it's going to be too good. Uh, the danger is obviously going to be Aldebaran Keeper, who's taken all before her in its most uh, recent runs. It's been uh, on a picket fence of form, but it's just drawn that awkward gate in barrier number eight. So I've gone with race, uh, race one, number two, Revel Stoke to win the first league. The second league is the second race. This is the uh, the two-year-old uh, Phillies uh, Breeders' Crown final. I'm not going to jump off rocking with attitude. I thought it's run the other night, uh, the other day rather at Mirabar in the heat of this series was super. They went crazy time. Uh, it did enough to win. Uh, it copped a bit of pressure on the outside of it, but in saying that, I still think it had a bit in the tank. Uh, it kept off Susan is her name who uh, sat up on the outside of it. Susan is her name's drawn 10 tonight, so it's going to make it a little bit difficult. And the other danger, Cognati drew barrier nine. So I think Rockin' With Attitude gets all the favours with the barrier draw. I think it'll find the front and uh, I think it's going to be really hard to beat. So the multi, basically a running double as well. Uh, we can get the cash early, I hope, and, and build a bank for the rest of the night. Race one, number two, Revelstoke into race two, number two, Rockin' With Attitude. You'll get around 6.50 or thereabouts for that multi. So... Not a bad way to uh, to start the night, I would have thought, uh, at Melton. The Quaddy, um, it's uh, not ridiculously hard, I wouldn't have thought. Um, the first leg is for the four-year-olds. This is the clash between Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly. Ladies in Red's drawn five, Tough Tilly's drawn two. Ladies in Red's $1.45 and Tough Tilly's two fifty. I can't tip against Ladies in Red, purely on the fact that this race is over 2200 if it had been over the 1700, I would have thought you'd probably look at uh, Tough Tilly being the one to beat because she seems to go, uh, seems to go better over the shorter trip when against Ladies in Red. So, I think Ladies in Red will uh, proud of the front, be just too good. Will uh, will win. So we'll go five one out in the first leg of the quad tonight. The second leg of the quaddy is race number six. This is the two year old Colts and Geldings final. Um, there's there's really only three le- legitimate chances, I would have thought. School captain, number two, is expected to hold the front. The Lost Storm is a uh, really, really good talent. He's as good as any two-year-old you'll see. Probably school captain's not far away from him either. So they're going to dominate the play. They don't want to go to war because they will uh, bring each other undone. But I think they're clearly the best two uh, horses in the race. The other one that I've thrown in is number nine, Captain's Knock for Bernie Hewitt. Oh, sorry, Brad Hewitt. Um, it has uh, some good form, and it's get a second row draw. It's going to be just off the speed. If they do go hard, he can certainly come over the top. So two, four, and nine in the second leg of the quaddy tonight. The third leg of the quad is the race that I'll be watching with great, uh, great interest tonight because I've got one in the final. Uh, this is the three-year-old trotting. F- Colts and Geldings. It's a ripper race. Uh, I've gone 2, 3, 8, 9 and 12. Harry Stamper uh, was good in his heat, was able to win. Plymouth Chubb ran second in its heat and they draw the front line and this is where it could get interesting. If Harry Stamper holds the front, 
Plymouth Chubb then sets sits park, but I suspect that Plymouth Chubb will just run to the front, and Harry Stamper will probably end up sitting behind it. Therefore, it makes it uh, a bit harder for us because we've got number eight, Hephaestus Phoenix, who's drawn the inside of the second row. We can't take a trick with him in the, the barrier draws, but he has had a bit of support on the fixed odds. He's been 22 into 17, so he's not completely hopeless. We just need a little bit of luck. I've thrown Cravastor in as the other obvious danger, particularly if there's a bit of pressure on up front, and there's no doubt he'll be around and sitting parked if uh, once the dust settles. And the other one is the stablemate to Hephaestus Phoenix. I've just got to throw it in for the absolute uh, uh, blowout result, and that's uh, RC Phoenix number 12. He's 100 to 1, but he's going to need a ton of luck, but uh, I'd hate to take a quad and not have him in there. So hopefully we get the right sort of trip there tonight But uh, with uh, Hephaestus Phoenix and we get a bit of uh, bit of prize money at the back end of the race. But 2, 3, 8, 9 and 12 for the punters in the third leg of the quaddy. And the last leg of the quaddy is race number eight tonight and that is the three-year-old Phillies final. And again, it's, there's really only two chances for mine and that's one or more Avita and two in Cypher. They're the, clearly the best two Phillies in the race. They've drawn the best two gates. In Cypher's a oh, threes on favourite. Amore Vita, $5. You'd expect in Cypher to lead. Amore Vita will get the trail behind it. And then uh, it's just a matter of who can sp- out-sprint who at the finish. So the quad eight at Melton tonight. I've gone 5-1 out the first league, ladies in red. Into 2-4-9. Into 2-3-8-9 and 12. Into 1-2. and two. Uh, That'll cost you $30 for 100%. Um, $10 will get you 32%. Yep, easy. Uh, Again, I wouldn't be expecting too much out of the the norm tonight. I think there's going to be quite a few uh, shorties get up, but it's going to be a ripping night of racing, that's for sure, out at Melton. Okay, we'll have a quick look at a couple of the Gallops uh, Cups that are coming up today. Dan, we might go to the Tatura first. We'll go to the Tatura Cup, which is on a good four at this stage and the cup comes up at of course race eight this afternoon at uh 36 minutes past four o'clock australian eastern standard time the first gets underway if you're going to tat at uh 16 minutes past midday this afternoon and the last is race nine so it's a nine event card the last will get underway at 16 minutes past five o'clock We'll have a look at the Cup Race 8. Like I said, gets underway at 24 minutes to 5 o'clock this afternoon or 36 minutes past 4 o'clock. Take your pick. Uh, even 1,600 hours and 36 <laughs> minutes if you're out at Puckapunyal. Uh, do as you will. But I like Race 8, number 3, Zoltan. Now, I might be wrong in saying this, but do you, you're a bit younger than me, but do you remember the movie Big at All? I can vaguely remember it, yes. I think the the in big, of course, um, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. I Tom just, Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Uh, yeah, of course, Tom Hanks. Uh, oh, the, uh, the, the, the machine the was, machine, I yeah, think yeah. it was Zoltan, okay. was the name of the, ma- the machine. Now, why am I saying this to confuse everybody? Race 8, number 3, Zoltan, today for me at Tatura. It's $5, 4 to 1 in the old. Good race, the Cup. Um, it's uh, a couple of scratchings have come out, but uh, very uh, three twenty the field. So there's plenty of chances. Uh, I'm looking at uh, just purely looking at the uh, the form here. I think kiss me if you can. Number six for Jake Duffy might be uh, a nice play at the four dollars. It's been four eighty into four dollars already this morning. So. Uh, we might go with number six in the cup at Tat. And what I'll do is I'll give a uh, best bet of the day at Tat. Well, hopefully we'll get it early. Uh, race one, number five, uh, Diamonds and Pearls, which is uh, 
race one number five. It's around $2.20 currently. That's my best bet at Tatura today. Not forgetting the cup race eight number three uh, for the cup at Tat Zoltan. And you were on uh, race eight number six, Dan. Kiss me if you can. Correct. And we might now go to Ballarat. What a big day it is for Ballarat today. Standalone meeting ahead of next week. We are back in town next mm. week at Caulfield with Zipping Classic Day, which you might recall punters used to be held at Sandown. At it used the end to be of... held this week, so yeah. it would have been uh, well, crazy if it hadn't well, been there this week. Usually, Dan, it used to be held at the end mm. of the Melbourne Cup Carnival, yeah. and it would be following that that yeah, carnival, yeah, 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 yeah. and then and then it, then they moved it to what you you said it'd be held this week, and now obviously we have the standalone Ballarat Cup. So um, and uh, so yeah, so of course uh, these standalone meetings, which I reckon are quite good this time yeah, of year. This is a good one. This is a really good race. Yeah, good addition. Ballarat Cup race eight this afternoon. It's on at twenty minutes past four o'clock this afternoon. The sports bet Ballarat Cup. I like a race eight number four, Banker's Choice, in that particular race today. Well, I'm going with uh, a tissue, bless you, uh, number three. Um, was backed off the map on, uh, it was yeah, probably the best back in the, the whole, yeah. the whole carnival there at, uh, at Flemington. Um, people were jumping out of trees to back it and it just dominated. Um, no reason to think that it can't back that up. It's probably a step up in grade for it against the, the boys as well. So, But I think uh, based on that last run, I think a tissue is the way to go in the, in the Ballarat Cup. I suppose it depends on the form you believe more. Do you believe that matriarch form yeah. for a tissue, which, by the way, the winner of the race came through last year, that same race, and won it, or bankers' choices have been running in the wait for age events up against the likes of Zaki and those types. So mm. it, just, it just depends on what form you believe Correct. more. I just yeah. think bankers' choice with that wait for age form gets its chance today. So... Race eight, number four for me, Banker's Choice, and race eight, number three for Dan Atishu. Might be a good Quinella on, of course, uh, Ballarat Cup race eight. And the other big race there today as well is, I believe is, when I get it up in the system, well, maybe I won't get it up in the system. Maybe I have got... The other big race wrong here. What have I done here, Dan? I'm we, all we, over the shop. Where are you talking, Ballarat? Or up, up the two-year-old classic two-year-old, I'm talking yeah, the, about. Oh, the Magic Millions. Yeah, the Magic Millions. Uh, race three, number 10. I like a roughie in this on a 10 past one this afternoon. Pure paradise, race three, number 10. This is a sort of a lead-up until the to the big races up at uh, at the Gold Coast. So um, a lot of, uh, lot of form will sort of get uh, a bit more, um, grow a bit more legs after this race. But... Uh, look, I yeah, probably I won't pick anything in that. I'd uh, it's a it's a tough race. Although I do know, I'm just having a quick look. I do know there's a few, a uh, couple of uh, local fellas that have got shares in Amelie number five. Uh, it's about twenty seven into nineteen with Tony McAvoy. So there's a might be one to follow there. Number five. No worries. I might have a look at that myself later on. Uh, no worries, Dan. We will have a look at that later on. So good for it, Ballarat, at this stage with the rain coming. Well, they reckon the rain might miss them, and hopefully right. that's the case. So it might uh, come later in the uh, uh, later in the day, towards after the after the race meeting, which would be good to see. So uh, yeah, but and, uh, and just repeating to Turi's on a good four uh, nine event program. The first gets underway at 
uh, 12.16 this afternoon. The Cup itself is race eight this afternoon at Tatura today. Good luck to the club there. We will now go to Kembla Grange, well, the gong. Yep. I was just going to say, yep, we'll go to the Kembla Grange and then we'll have a quick look at uh, Sandown as well. I'll give the punters a No worries, Dan. So, look, we'll go to the gong real quickly. Look, I've backed three, $2 to win. Uh, they're all roughies. Race eight, number one, Just Folk. Race eight, number three, Promise of Success. And my blowout, race eight, number 17, one I've been following, I can't get off at Wild Planet. Knock out at about 50 to 1. Well, it's $6 the field, so I mean, you're getting a lot of value uh, whichever way you go there. I'd have to say you're probably not far wrong with Just Folk, number one. I know he's drawn the car park, but uh, if he gets the right sort of trip, he could certainly blow blow them all away, that's for sure. I've had $2 the win on all of them just for the knockout punch there. Dan, let's have a look at Sandown this evening. Yeah, so we've got uh, eight heats of the Melbourne Cup and look, it's it's the, the eight heats are races 5 to 12 and uh, look, it's just some so much depth in all of these races. It's going to be a fantastic night. I'll just quickly go through the two, probably the two key races to watch tonight are going to be race 8, which is heat 4. Uh, we've got She's a Pearl, Plaintiff and Keziah. Uh, from a local perspective, um, the Katandra Cricket Club drew Kasaya in the Community Club sweep, right. so they'll be wanting Kasaya to win. But I think she's a pearls. Obviously, the she was brilliant in the shootout last night, uh, last week, and I think if she gets the right sort of run, she's going to win. Uh, and obviously, wow, she's fast. You're getting really decent value about her tonight, which is I just can't quite believe. She's two dollars eighty. Um, she's drawn box seven. She didn't jump at all last week and still won. A different story tonight, but if she, she jumps, she just is going to win, I think. And I think if you get $2.80, um, yeah, the good price for her. So, ripping night at Sandown Park. Thanks, Dan. No worries. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.